The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is brought to you by WinBet. Sign up using our link and receive a $500 risk-free bet. That's right, $500. And if you send in your first bet slip, you'll get a free t-shirt. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win for a $500 risk-free bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports Betters providing insights and analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas is like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right. No VIG betting that's legal in 40 states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers. They make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. SGP. Uh, this is NBA Gambling Podcast. We're going to be talking NBA picks and props for Friday. I've got a couple of futures to maybe throw out there. We're going to go through game by game, uh, give you our preview. Anybody can please just request to speak and give me your picks or thoughts or ask questions or if you have a player prop that you really like, uh, we'd love to hear all of it. Um, and I'm going to try to clip through these as quickly as possible. I could be on here for about an hour. If we don't get to something that uh, you guys want to hear about, please uh, head over to our Slack channel in the uh, sg.pn slash Slack. Got plenty of people over there always talking about bets for the night. and uh, Or start your own room on Locker Room. It's, it's really easy to do, and uh, it's fun to get other people's random picks. So I'm going to start off with... Indiana Pacers minus three and a half at the Charlotte Hornets. I'm seeing a total of 222. Early public and sharp money, pretty heavy on Indy. Uh, Indy did win by 10 on Wednesday. This is the second of uh, one of the these new NBA miniseries, the two games over two or three nights. Uh, Indiana right now is two and four against the spread in their last six games. Uh, their total has gone over in five of their last six games. Charlotte's total has gone five, has gone over five of the last six games as well. So that's the first thing I'm looking at right now. I'm leaning heavy on the over uh, for this game. And uh, even though the miniseries in the East, as of Wednesday, have have gone uh, eight, have been sweeps. Is that correct, Minoff? Uh On the money line, nine have been sweeps. Um, oh, but I'm talking about uh, against the spread. Well, against the spread, uh, 11 have been sweeps. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and stick with Indiana here, uh, minus the points. I, I liked how they looked uh, on Wednesday night. I feel like Sabonis and Turner in the paint together, uh, Charlotte has no answer for them. Uh, Zeller and Washington have pretty solid games from a staff perspective, but they had no defense against Indy's Twin Towers. Uh, Zach, how's it going? What are you, what are you doing? Are you, uh, are you packing? Are you throwing? Are you throwing stuff around the room? Can you hear me? I, I, I'm a... Can you hear me? Can you yeah, I can up? hear you now. Okay. Yes, I'm <laughs> leaning on Charlotte plus three and a half. But give me a sec to get set up here. You got keep 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 moving. Okay, M- mute yourself for while you get set up. Okay, uh, Munaf, what do you got? Yeah, I got to lean uh, with the Pacers here. Um, if you take a look at the box score from the last game against Charlotte, you know um, Charlotte shot nine more free throws. They had nine more makes. Um, and Indiana still won the game by 10 points and cover the spread there. So, um, they got, they scored 50 inside of the paint. So I think that's a bonus and Turner should still continue to do that tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and also lean towards the, uh, over here, these, these Eastern conference miniseries games, a lot of them have been going over nine of the, um, uh, sorry. So 10 have split on the total, but seven of the 20 of both games have gone over. So I think there's a significant percentage of these games that are going over, at least in the Eastern conference. 
Okay. Yeah, I feel like I really, I'm glad you like the over there too, because I feel like Indy is really starting to learn how to play without scoring help from Oladipo and TJ Warren. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and Sabonis had a triple double on Wednesday, so I'm not sure what his player prop is for like total points, rebounds, and assists, but might want to look uh, at that. Me, let me take a look. Uh, I did have a Brogdon over 21 and a half points for this game. I still think that number is a little conservative for Brogdon and what he's been able to do. Um, 11 of his last 13, he scored more than uh, 21, and four out of the last five, he scored more than 21 points. So, um, that might be something that I will be on tonight is Malcolm Brogdon points over. And Sabonis right now is at 38 and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and go take that over. Uh, we'll move on. Zach will come in once he gets set up. Uh, we've got next up the Atlanta Hawks minus four at the Washington Wizards. Again, if anybody wants to, uh, Throw out some picks. Just let us know. Uh, we got John coming in here now. Uh, and I'm seeing Spencer in the chat saying he loves the Sabonis over on rebounds. I agree. Uh, Z- John, did you have anything from that first game, India at uh, uh, Charlotte? Negative on that first game. Uh, I mean, I would probably lean, lean Charlotte, but not, no real confidence. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so we've got... Hawks, Wizards, uh, Atlanta are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six. Uh, early sharp money is heavy on the Wizards, I noticed. Uh, Wizards still dealing with a lot of quarantine issues, um, so make sure to check the new uh, player news on all those. They're 2-4 and four against the spread in their last six games. One thing that uh, jumped out to me right away is uh, Atlanta gives up some of the most points in the paint. So if Westbrook is good to go tonight, Look for scoring props on him, and maybe if you like him as a DFS play, because I can see him just driving into the paint over and over and scoring at will. Um, Munaf, where are you going with this game? Uh, yeah, I'll go with Atlanta here. I'm not sure, um, like you said, who's playing for Atlanta tonight. Is uh, sorry for Washington with all the health protocols and and guys being out with COVID and everything. So there's not much outside of this team after Westbrook and Beal and. You take a look at their last three games without some of their role players. They only have a .946 offensive efficiency rating, um, and they've been getting beat. And I think, you know, Bradley Beal has kind of had it till like he's had it. Like I'm waiting for him to request that trade, or he may be on the move by the trade deadline. But uh, one thing I did find for this game is that um, after a loss by Atlanta, they are eight and zero to the under, and their the games are going by an average going under by an average of 20 points per game. So um, I think this will be one of my legs of the parlay is the under in this game. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I like that. I like that. Um, I'm also kind of looking at Capella's uh, maybe rebounds tonight. Uh, He's been really good against bad teams in terms of rebounding. He had uh, 26 points against... Uh, Detroit and John Collins and he are, are figuring out how to play together because while Capella had 26 rebounds against Detroit, Collins still had 31 points. So they're sharing the paint all right, better than Trey Young and Collins are sharing that the workload on that team. So uh, Zach, where are you going with this? Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Bradley Beal over 32 and a half points here. Um, I think you know don't have a great idea on the side, like you said, big injury report, but Beal. Last three games since they returned, he's taken 28, 29, and 37 field goal attempts uh, in those three games, respectively. So I'm seeing 32 and a half as the point total. I think he has another really high usage game here. Like Munaf said, there's kind of that specter hanging over this team of Bradley Beal, um, you know, maybe wanting out or at least making a statement that he's a superstar. So th- over 32 and a half, that's even below his average for the season. And you have that increased yeah. usage since COVID. So like that over. Yeah, he's leading the league in scoring right now with 35 points a game. So I like that over as well. John, you have anything here? I got a player prop. I'm, I'm writing with Trey Young over, depending on your book, 27.5 or 28.5. So depending on your book, I have it at 28.5 minus 114. Um, he is hot. He is on his last, you know, four straight games, you know, 28 plus points, including 38 plus points in three of those games. So, He's knocking down, you know, some some shots. He, he's he's Trey McBuckets right now, so I, I definitely love 
him going against the Wizards, who's giving up the second most points per to opposing guards. So I like that. Give me Trey Young. I like that. Okay. Um, moving on. I, and I just reiterate, I am leaning Hawks minus the four, but don't have a strong lean on that. And now a quick break for a word from our presenting sponsor, and we'll be right back. WinBet. You guys need to check out WinBet immediately and get a $500 risk-free bet. You can bet on all the games that Zach and I are talking about today with these spreads, more or less, that we're talking, and they might move a little bit. But WinBet has all these games. You got to check it out. $500 risk-free bet. And if you send in your, a screenshot of your first bet at WinBet you to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com, you get a free t-shirt. Okay, that's there's tons of boosted bets on WinBet, including a wheel spin to boost parlays. Perfect for DGENs only. Uh, WinBet is currently online in New Jersey, Colorado, Michigan is coming soon, and so many more states are on the way. So definitely go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N and see if your state is updated today. Moving on, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks minus seven. At New Orleans Pelicans, I'm seeing a total of 229 and a half. This is the big Eric Bledsoe versus Drew Holiday revenge game. So maybe look for both of those players to have a good game tonight. Uh, Milwaukee are, are, have been winning, but they're two and four against the spread in their last six games. Uh, winning a lot, but not covering. They're eight and nine against the spread overall. Uh, the total has gone under. Uh, in six of their last eight games, despite the fact that they're leading the league in uh, points per game, it seems like the books have caught up to that and uh, are, are uh, gauging the total appropriately. Uh, Zach, do you have a lean on this game yet? Um, I do not necessarily. I, I do like the uh, Bucks team total over here. Uh, I'm seeing at 118 and a half. Um, yeah. I think you know you they they have been trending under, but this Pelicans defense uh, has not been great. You look at these last five games. I mean, these games have all been played in the high, uh, you know, the higher end, one fifty, you know, the one teens, the one twenties. I think this Bucks offense is, uh, like you said, really cooking. And the matchup. I mean, this Pelicans defense is um, it's very disorganized. I think the, the Bucks will have an easy time, you know, getting downhill, pinging out the three point shooters. Um, so I think it's going to be a big night for the Bucks offense, like a team total over. Yeah, uh, I would. I had that written down too. Five of uh, New Orleans last, the last five New Orleans games have gone over the total. They've been giving up. Uh, they only gave up 106 points to Washington, but before that, they've been giving up at least uh, 118 points plus in the four game stretch. So they are giving a lot of a lot of points. Moon, if you got anything here. Yeah, I feel like me and Zach sometimes share a brain on these team totals. Uh, that's exactly the play I had written down for this game is um, Bucks team total over. You know, Pelicans last three games, um, they've allowed 118, but now they're playing the number one uh, offense in the league. And uh, I think three-point shooting is going to be really big in this game, especially for the Bucks. Uh, Bucks are number four in uh, three-point percentage. They're number four in uh, three-point makes, and New Orleans is dead last in allowing um, three-point shots made at around 16 a game. So, uh, and then if you take a look at their last two games that they, uh, the Pelicans played against Utah, they gave up 21 and 17 in that two-game miniseries there to Utah from three-point land. So, um, Milwaukee, if they're able to knock down their shots, and I think they will be able to in this in this game against uh, a, a really bad Pelicans defense. Um, Bucks team total, and I'm I'm leaning with with the Bucks on the spread also. And the player prop for this game is um, I did like Chris Middleton's um, three point uh, shots to be made over two and a half. Nice. Okay. Um, another quick player prop that Spencer wrote in our discussion: Drew uh, Holiday over fifteen and a half points. Uh, I agree with that definitely. Uh, returning to New Orleans, he's going to want to have a good game. Jong, did you have anything here? Just a player prop. Uh, I like uh, Giannis over 12 and a half rebounds. I'm actually getting that from my book at plus uh, 110. So over 12 and a half. His last you know, two games, he's, he's at 18 and 14 rebounds. So I, I don't mind taking the, uh, the game. Nice. Uh, I had one question from one of our regulars who couldn't be here today, Jake, in our uh, 
Slack asked uh, about a DraftKings specific bet. He had a plus 400 for Giannis and Zion over five and a half combined dunks. Uh, that see, he, he wrote that that seems easy, but he might be off on how many uh, dunks per game these guys actually get. Any ideas there? I really don't. I haven't counted their dunks recently. Um, Luna, you, any idea? Yeah, if we're, if we're trying to take a look at the stats, at least points allowed inside the paint, um, these are two of the top five defenses. Uh, Milwaukee allows only 40 points per game. Uh, sorry, 40 points inside the paint, which ranks number two. And uh, the Pelicans allow 41.8, which is ranked number four. So um, going off of just those two stats right there for this team, it, it might be hard to come by. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, okay, I guess that's why I said plus 400. Moving yeah. on, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers minus one at uh, Zach's New York Knicks. Uh, these teams have already played twice, and the underdog has won uh, straight up both times. So they've split the games, and uh, the underdog keeps winning. So if that trend keeps going, look for the Knicks, I suppose. Uh, these are two just defensive juggernauts, surprisingly enough, with uh, the Knicks giving up fewest points to opposing teams, Cavs giving up the seventh fewest. Uh, they're sixth and eighth in defensive efficiency. So um, you got uh, Tibbs and Coach Bickerstaff, like just really getting these guys in order. Which um, so Zach, where are you going with your Knicks tonight? Yeah, I mean, keep in mind these teams also they also played their preseason games against each other that that two game sequence. So they're very familiar. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, I, I would lean with the Knicks here um, at home. I think I think it's a um, I think it's a a good spot for them and, and the familiarity between these two teams. I mean, I, I think they, this should be around a pick on. I mean, I guess you're getting the one point of, uh, of value. So I'll go with the Knicks here. Yeah, I hear that. Um, I'm leaning Cleveland. They're five and one against the spread in their last six. They've looked so much better since Sexton returned. And now they have Garland back to full strength. So Sexton is at full speed. Um, Moonoff, where are you going with this one? Yeah, this might be uh, one of the games that just comes right down to the wire, and I think the line is in, uh, indicative of that. Uh, I think something that we have to keep in mind is that last game that they played against each other where uh, I think Cleveland won the game by three. Uh, Cleveland didn't have uh, Garland and Sexton playing in that game. Um, that was a game that uh, Andre Drummond went off for 33 points and 23 rebounds. So I think getting those two guys back in this game, um, I, I like leaning towards the Cavs, especially – uh, I've been watching some of their games, so they, they they look like they're getting it together, and uh, I would I would lean with the Cavs here. I hear you. Okay, well let's bring in the Knicks super fan Terrell. How's it going, Terrell? Uh, I detest the word super fan. We referred to that team in Madison Square Garden. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I support the Knicks. They even though they drive us crazy, it's it's hard to support them at time, but we definitely support them over here. Um, I'm going a little off script today. I am playing a first quarter bet. Uh, The Knicks are fourth in the league ATS in the the first quarter right now. And um, four and three at home, not really too particular that I care about. But I'm looking at the Cavs and the Cavs start off slow in the first quarter on the road, two and six on the season. So um, I'm up on the week. I really don't have a really good gauge for this game because I think it's just like you said, Sexton and. Garland didn't play. However, I do like our perimeter defenders. I think that they can keep them at bay. Uh, we have nobody for Andre Drummond. I don't think uh, Mitchell Robinson's athleticism is enough for Andre Drummond to slow him down. So I'm playing a first quarter bet. I'm going to take the Knicks money line. I got it at. Did we lose Trout? Yeah, I think we uh, lost him. We lost him. Okay. Uh, let's go on to John. You got anything for this game? I love my one of my favorite prop bets of the year has been Andre German over rebounds. He's cashed at least 12 out of the last 17. So I'm riding with the over Drummond one 13.5 rebounds. At, I have it at minus 132. Uh, he's continuing going to be a beast. So let's let's keep riding on that one. Yeah, I like that a lot too. Spencer mentioned uh, he likes the Drummond over 31 and a half rebounds and points. Um, that seems like it should hit as well. I, I would just 
be concerned that, I mean, Drummond had a huge game last time against the Knicks, but as uh, Munaf mentioned, that was when Garland and Sexton was out, so his usage rate might not be as high as it was last game. And now for another quick break, and we'll be right back. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for DGENs only, okay? It, everything that DGENs care about, and that's sports betting. That's all they really, really care about, let's be honest. And that's all that Better Than Vegas deals in, okay? So the best part is you'll be able to feel, get free video picks every day from SGPN crew. We always are putting up our best bets. Uh, so make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV so you never miss any of our videos. Uh, definitely go check out, sign up for an account, and follow us at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. To the Sacramento Kings at Toronto Raptors, I'm saying a total of 229 and a half. These two teams played on January 8th. Uh, the Raptors were favored by one back then, and the final score ended up being 144 to 123, and that was with no overtime. So uh, not a lot of defense being played here. Um, Zach, where are you going with these two teams? They've been, I know that they've uh, confused us most of the season. Sorry, I lost you for a second. What what game are you talking about? Uh, we're talking about Kings Raptors. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah. I, so I I like the the Raptors here in this matchup. This is actually one of my locks for tonight. Raptors minus five and a half. Um. I, I've liked what I've been seeing from this team. I, obviously, coming off back to back losses, I thought they were pretty competitive in both those games. Um. Looked like they were back at an Eastern Conference playoff level to me. You know, I think they, you know, really hung in with both the Pacers and the Raptors. Obviously, taking a game off the Pacers. Um, it's kind of a soft schedule spot coming for them really off six really tough games coming back home. So I think it's a really good spot for Toronto. Um, back-to-back road for Sacramento. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, this is one of my locks. Rather, it's minus five and a half. Yeah. All right. I, I can see where you're coming from with that. I would uh, I'd say that I like tr- the Raptors' team total over since they scored 144 last time. I also like the Van Vliet. Uh, look for Van Vliet plops. He scored 34 points in the last game. So uh, maybe look for him in player props and in uh, DFS. Munaf, you got anything here? Uh, yeah, I think I would lead towards uh, Toronto also. I think this is going to come down to three-point shooting for Toronto in this game. Last game, they played each other, like you mentioned. Um, they hit 23-pointers in that game, um, shooting it at 51% uh, in that game. And then um, if we take a look at uh, Sacramento's uh defense against three-point shooting dead last in uh percentage allowed at about close to 40 percent and they're ranked number 26 in threes allowed at around 14 so um uh, i think you already hit the nail on the head with uh, fred van vliet looking at his points and possibly three-point shots made player props for this game um so i, I think it's going to just come down to probably this is going to be just a shootout um uh, at least from the three-point uh, three-point line for toronto got it um, Terrell, are you back? I am. I am. I got a phone call. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, did you have anything on this game or did you have anything you wanted to finish up for on the last one when you got cut off? Oh, uh, I don't know how much you heard. Just know I'm on the Knicks, uh, first quarter. Uh, um, you can find it at minus 114 or, uh, minus 108. I think I seen somewhere. So, I'm on Knicks first quarter against the Cavs, and I'm on the Raptors here, minus five and a half. Nice. Uh, John, you got anything? Uh, this is one of those dog or pass games for me. Um, I really can't stand the Tampa Raptors this season. Uh, just for personal reasons, I can't seem to pick them. Um, are, they're pretty bad on the spread, right? Six and 12, something like that? Yeah, yeah, they're six so, and 12. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd probably just stay away on this one. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, 6 and 13 against the spread in their last 19 games. So, yeah, uh, I I don't think I would pick this. If I had to pick, I would pick the Raptors, but I'm not going to probably bet this game. I'm going to bet the Raptors to- team total over, though. Uh, moving on, we've got the Philadelphia 76ers minus 7 at Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, speaking of teams I can't pick, it, it seems like I always get the Timberwolves wrong, but... Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, the team, the total is 224 and a half. Embiid and D'Angelo Russell, I'm saying, are both questionable right now. Cat uh, is definitely out. Hernan Diaz is definitely out. Uh, Zach, where are you going with this game? Yeah, I mean, obviously, a really big win for the Sixers at home there against uh, the Lakers. 
coming off that game. I'll probably lean with the dog here. Uh, Timberwolves at home, um, back-to-back losses in Golden State didn't look great, but um, I do not trust the Sixers in this spot, so probably dog or pass for me here. Yeah, the Sixers have just been real rough on the road. I mean, they're eight and three again against the spread at home, and then they're two and six against the spread on the road with a, a point differential on the road of uh, minus six point four against the spread. Uh, Munaf, where are you going with this? Yeah, uh, I think uh, it might be a possible flat spot for Philly after the big win against the Lakers that came down to the wire there, right? And I think um, I think the status of Joel Embiid is going to be big in this game because if you take a look at Philadelphia, sorry, Minnesota's defense, they are second to last in points in the paint allowed. So um, if Embiid would possibly play in this game, he would have a big night inside the paint just based on Minnesota's defensive stats. Um, but if he's not going, I'd probably uh, take the dog here. Uh, again, like Zach said, I don't trust Philly on the road as a favorite. Yeah. Uh, and as Spencer pointed out, the line's already moved from uh, Sixers minus six to Sixers minus seven. So uh, some money is definitely coming in on that side. John, you got anything? Uh, I need to just ride the trend. Philly sucks on the road. This, um, I, I would just fade 76ers on this on this day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Trey, you got anything on this game? Uh, no, not really. Not on this one. I don't really have a good gauge for it. I want to say fade to 76ers, but um, God, this team is just really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alright. Uh, let's see. We've got the... Moving on to the Clippers at Magic. Uh, Magic minus three and a half right now. I'm seeing a total at 213. Clippers are on the second night of a back-to-back on the road. Uh, last night, they won in Miami. Uh, I picked Miami thinking that Hero, Bam, Duncan Robinson, and Kendrick Nunn would be enough to get it done against Reggie Jackson, Serge Ibaka, and friends. But uh, no, the parody of this weird season just keeps heightening. Um, PG Kawhi and Pat Bev remain out tonight. I just don't really know where to go with this game. I mean, Orlando has not been good 3-8 against the spread either. Uh, if I had to throw out a bet, I'd look for some Fournier player props. Uh, he put up 25 uh, on Wednesday with the Magic backcourt. Then he's, he's he's doing a lot of the ball handling responsibilities next to Cole Anthony, who's been playing well, but obviously still an inconsistent rookie. Uh, Munaf, you got any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I, I mean, this is one of those games that I just don't even want to, like, dig into because it's, yeah, Mad, this Magic team has been tough to figure out and, and Clippers without their two stars and being on a back-to-back, I, I don't know. You gave um, out a Fournier player prop on Wednesday, didn't you? Yeah, and this, uh, this is one I'm going to keep writing. I had this one written down also for this game as Evan Fournier over the 18.5 points. It's and it's only at minus 108 to the over, so... Um, like you had already mentioned, he's, he's, he's doing a lot of the ball handling. He's scoring points for this team. So uh, I'm going to continue to ride that till the market adjusts his, uh, his, his numbers. All right, cool. Uh, Zach, you got anything on this game? Yeah, I was kind of impressed with it with, with the Clippers. So maybe, uh, I mean, Clippers money line plus 145, kind of nice odds there. I'm not a big believer in this magic team. And, um, you know, even without those guys, the Clippers still have the bare bones of, you know, I guess a bad NBA team. So, uh, I like them on the money line. All right. Uh, any concern about the back-to-back? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there, but look, like, w- w- without those three guys, I mean, everyone's still going to have to play regardless. So I yeah. think I think they'll be okay. All right. Uh, we've got a new person in the chat, uh, Walker Blue. How's it going? Uh, you got any uh, picks for here for the Orlando game? Um. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Orlando in this game. I feel like they're inconsistent, but without George and and Kawhi on a back-to-back, I think Orlando will win this game. Yeah. Uh, Terrell, you got anything? Um, So back-to-backs are really weird this season. I think they're hitting at a higher percentage. I don't remember who's really uh, got all the back-to-back stats, but it seems like they're hitting a little bit more of a higher percentage. And with how this Magic team is looking – uh, I like the Clippers and the points. I don't think I'm bold enough to put money line on it yet, though. All right. Uh, John, you got anything here? This is one of those games where I, 
I tell myself I don't have to bet every single game, so I'm just staying away from <laughs> Weak. No, that's not a D-Gen move. You got to bet every game. <laughs> Better Edge is a stock exchange for sportsbook, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. Have you got any get any better? The VIG is always the worst part of betting. So uh, since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no quote-unquote house you're not playing against the house you're playing against other sports betters how cool is that you can play in for money in more than 40 states and right now they're doing weekly college basketball contests on wednesday and saturday it's ten dollars to enter and each user will start with a balance of 1,000 edge coins to wager on the games the player with the highest earnings will take the entire pool of entry fees it's a battle royale winner take all Find the link under our competitions tab. Sign up at betteredge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com, promo code SGP. And we got to talk about our friends at Ace Per Head. If you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook and don't know how, Ace Per Head has you covered. They're here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace offers six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Thunder looked good against the Suns straight up on Wednesday after being down much of the game. They they won straight up. Uh, OKC is 10 and 7 against the spread, while Brooklyn is 8 and 12 against the spread. If you had given me those numbers preseason, I wouldn't have believed it. Um, OKC, uh, they've been the total opposite of the 76ers, though. They've been better on their road, and then they're worst in the league at home against the spread. They're 1 and 5 at home against the spread, and they're averaging minus 7 uh, under the spread. Munaf, where you got here? Yeah, I think just going right off of uh, what you said, uh, that they're not a good home team, uh, especially on offense. They're they're really not good at home, right? Um, they have a below one uh, offensive efficiency rating, which is dead last at home. Um, and these two teams played, I think, on January 10th, and Nets lost that game by 13, but they didn't have Kyrie, and I don't think the James Harden trade had gone through at that point. But um, I think just this might be too much offense, for the Thunder to keep up with, uh, especially when now Harden and Kyrie and KD have some games uh, that they play together and kind of building that chemistry. So I'm leaning towards um, uh, Nets team total over the points here. I know it's a big number at 120 and a half and also leaning against the Nets on the spread. I know they haven't been covering, but this is one of the games that they should be able to dominate. Um, and then if we take a look at the, the points uh, points in the paints uh, stats here, um, Oklahoma City is 26th, giving up around 50, uh, 50 points inside the paint. And uh, with when you have guys that can get to the rim at will with, with the big three, I think this might be – should be an easy victory for the Brooklyn Nuts. Okay. Zach, you got anything here? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Nets have, they're very enticing in the, against these bad teams, but they haven't really performed up to that level for four quarters. I think definitely this is a game I'll be looking to target the Nets in game. Maybe, you know, if they're, if they, they let the Thunder hang around and they've been really, really good in the fourth quarter when James Harden and they seem to all get into that attack mode, uh, whereas they're very democratic early in game. So, um, I'll be yeah I'll be looking to play the Nets in game probably would would lean with maybe OKC first half plus five and a half. Yeah, have you found yourself live betting more now as the season has gone along? Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's been a, there's been a lot of you know big halftime leads and but you know an open door to swing back. I think definitely like to check in on three point shooting percentages in the first half. Like if you have a team that you know is shooting sixty percent against a team that's shooting twenty percent. Um, Love to uh, flip side to that. Yeah, I hear that. Um, one thing I'll mention, I did watch the Wednesday game with OKC uh, since they were playing against my sons. And I don't know what they seem to the, the numbers aren't necessarily there, but they seem to be a better team with Horford back. Uh, he has a higher usage rate than he did on the 76ers last season where he was unhappy. So maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he's happier this season and uh, I, maybe his veteran leadership is really showing through. So that is something to consider that Horford is back and uh, he's a new dad. So maybe he's, uh, maybe he's pumped on that. Uh, John, you got anything here? Uh, this is a tale as old as 18 games this season. 
my three favorite prophets this season are the Andre Drummond, the Jeremy Grant, and of course the Shea Gilgis Alexander points total rebounds. I'm seeing at 33.5 uh, minus 122. Uh, this is a prop that that I really love all season long. It's just so fun. Yeah, give me Shea Gilgis Alexander over 33. Nice, uh, Tro. You got anything? Hello. Try again. Yeah, yeah we're here now. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, I actually kind of like this game. I, uh, I think it's too many points from the Thunder. I think it's gonna be a slow scoring game at first, and then it's gonna just shoot up in the second half. Both of these teams are more second half teams. Um, the Nets on the road are one in six, are one in six to the over, so six times hitting the under. In the first half, and then the Thunder are two and four, hitting the under four times in the uh, in the first half at um, at home. So I think it's going to be a slow scoring game at first. I think Thunder keep it close. I like the uh, first half spread for the Thunder plus five and a half, and I like the Thunder to cover the whole game um, high scoring. I think I'll actually do one of those fan duel same game parlays later. So look for that in the Slack channel. All right, great. Thanks, man. Uh, Spencer threw out the he likes uh, Joe Harris over 12.5 points. I can see that hitting. Uh, I am going to lean OKC plus the points myself. Uh, I think Brooklyn will win, but I think it'll be a little closer than 9.5 points. Uh, let's move on. We've got the Denver Nuggets minus 4 at San Antonio Spurs. 222 is the total. Um, I, I'm going to go with Denver here. Um, but one of the bets I'm going to do is I like uh, Nuggets first quarter. If it looks like Aldridge is starting at center, uh, the Spurs have been at their best when they've been playing smaller lineups with Aldridge at the center, which really works out for their offense, but is horrible against their, uh, on the defensive side, uh, LMA just has real lack of mobility and, and, their uh, defense is significantly worse with him on the floor. Uh, it's okay. The smaller lineups uh, is okay against teams like Boston, who doesn't have a star big man uh, who can take advantage of that. But with Jokic, I think he'll eat tonight. So I like Nuggets uh, tearing up on the on the first quarter. Uh, Zach, what do you got? Yeah, I like that Nuggets first quarter angle a lot. This Nuggets starting lineup has been beast. And, and the Spurs, like you said, with uh, – Aldridge and DeRozan sharing the floor. I know Zach Lowe talked about that today in his article, um, have been struggling. So I think the Nuggets can come out and start fast here. Obviously, both teams have a pretty good bench. Um, what do you think about this over, Munaf? Yeah, that's one of the things I was looking at um, uh, for this game. Uh, it feels like it's a little conservative for 222 right now. That's what I'm seeing. Um, yep. I had this number coming in around 226, so we're getting a little value there on the on the over there. Um, uh, yeah, I think if I dig a little more into it, I, I do start liking the over in the full game, but I also like it in the first quarter here. Um, these two teams are top five in um, over unders, and uh, sorry, over in the first quarter, so that might be something to look at also. And then. Um, uh, Denver Nuggets team total for the first quarter sitting at 28 when their league average, or so their, uh, yeah, all season long average has been close to 31 um, in the first quarter. And then on the road, it's also been right at 30. So that might be another angle to look at. And Denver yeah. is five and one against the spread as an away favorite. So that's something also that helps the, uh, the minus four for Denver tonight. Yeah. Um, I will mention, uh, yeah, Denver has been real hot. They're 5-0 against the spread in their last five games. Uh, San Antonio, 4-2 and two against the spread in their last six games. Um, that's why I would, I would lean towards betting one of these quarter or first half bets uh, rather than the full game, just because the, both these teams have been good against the spread in full games. But uh, Denver has been hotter, so if I had to pick one, I would uh, lean Denver. Uh, John, you got anything for this game? I got two props for you. I got uh, Jokic uh, over... Ten and a half rebounds at minus one nineteen. Yeah, his last seven games, he's been tearing it up. Uh, 14, 14, 12, 10, 22, 10, 11. Yeah, so I'm 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 going with the over ten and a half rebounds. And with all the talk about the overs, I do like a Dejounte Murray over. Uh, I'm looking at twenty seven and a half. That might be one of those fun bets that I like to sprinkle half a unit on. 
Nice. Uh, Terrell, you got anything? Yeah, you guys basically uh, took everything. I like Murray's over points, rebounds, assists, the 27.5, and I also love the Nuggets' first quarter money line. That's actually my lock for tonight. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd even go with the Nuggets minus one uh, first quarter, um, get a little better odds there, but uh, I understand taking the money line as well. Uh, anything else on this game, or should we move on to Mavs Jazz? Okay, moving on to the last game of the night. We have Dallas Mavericks at the Utah Jazz. Jazz minus three and a half, seeing a total 222. Um, this is uh, this is the second game of one of these mini series where Jazz uh, won this handily uh, two nights ago. Um, they were favored by two, won by 12, pretty much controlled the whole pace of the game. And Donovan Mitchell wasn't even playing. He had a concussion. He might be back this game, so we'll see. Uh, but this is why I like this Jazz team so much this season, especially with all the COVID protocol reasons. They're just a, they don't rely too much on one star. I mean, Mitchell's really their only star, and they have just such a solid team all around him with Conley, Bogdanovich, Ingles, Gobert. Rose O'Neal has been great on defense, and Jordan Clarkson is just running away with the six-man-of-the-year award, I feel like, right now. So... Uh, I do. I am leaning Utah here, even though I know that uh, of the two game series in the West, I think it's what, eight of eleven have split against the spread this season. Does that sound right, Munaf? Yeah. Let me give me. Uh, let me just double check that for you. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, you would imagine this splits with Mavs uh, at least covering, but uh, it's hard to go away from the Jazz when they're ten and zero against the spread recently. So. Uh, Zach, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going back to the, with the Jazz here. I think I've been all over this entire 10-game winning streak, which has been very uh, a big boon to my record this season. Yeah. Um, and you know, keep in mind that this was a, a, over a 20-point game. Jazz, you know, came back to make uh, – Mavericks came back to make it a little more respectable. I, I think the Jazz are just uh, a, a better team right now than the Mavericks. Um you know, by a good margin, I, I I've made it very clear. I put the Jazz in the same class with the Clippers and the Lakers. Hopefully, you get Mitchell back. But um, thought Rudy Gobert was obviously phenomenal in that in that la- the first game of this matchup. He would you know twenty nine and twenty in terms of counting stats, but really really good at dissuading this Mavericks pick and roll offense. So um, yeah, going back to the Jazz, and I'm gonna fade him. I'm gonna keep riding them until they uh, fail me. Yeah, uh, the Mavs just don't have a big that can. And stop Gobert, you're right. Uh, Przingis does not look quick enough to stay in front of him. Uh, Munaf, you got anything? Uh, no, I just completely agree with you guys. I mean, uh, even though it is the second game of the two set, and uh, according to the stats, just would take the uh, the other team that didn't cover, but uh, you can't get in front of this, bet against this Utah team right now, right? They're really hot, as, as Zach mentioned, and um, going off of what you guys said against Dallas, struggling against big men over their last three games. Uh, so they played Houston, Cousins had 29 and 17 um, against Denver. Jokic had 20 and 10 in the last game. We saw uh, Rudy Gobert had 29 points and 20 rebounds. So uh, maybe going back to the well with a Rudy Gobert prop might be profitable again for um, tonight's matchup between these two. Yeah, especially if Mitchell is out and uh, Gobert has to kind of step up on the scoring duties, uh, I would definitely go with a Gobert prop. Uh, yeah. John, what do you got? A tail as old as 10 games, right? 10 and 0 in the last, you know, 10 games and mm-hmm. on the spread. I'm going Utah on this one. So definitely ride the ride the wave here. Yeah. Uh, Terrell, what are you thinking? Um, Man, I'm, I'm curious where the public is betting this. Uh because I'm, I don't know. I just feel like ten and zero against the spread, ten in a row, like that's tough. So I don't know. I think I'll be a degenerate and back, uh, back the Mavericks on this one. I don't really yeah. have any. I don't really have any like breakdown or anything. I just feel like that's too much going right for the Jazz. I hear that. I'm. I. I am seeing right now. When you ask about public money, I'm seeing sixty uh, percent of tickets coming in on the Mavs. Where. Um, but 81% of the total money is on the Jazz. So it looks like it's pretty heavy with the Sharps betting high amounts there if uh, the tickets are only at 40%, but the money is at 81%. Uh, 
but I understand. Is, anybody, is this prime time TV? Does anybody know this is on? This TV? is at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I think it's on ESPN tonight, isn't it? Mm, okay, okay. So this is the chance for uh, the Luca MVP MVP guys to to be like, "Oh, Luca went crazy and beat the Mavs are on the street." I don't know. I think, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'm back in the I'm back in the Mavericks, guys. I don't have any real reason. I'm back in the Mavericks. All right. All right. Yeah, well, I, I guess the Luca fanboys will be out on Twitter if he does go insane. You're right. Uh, anything else on this game? Oh, you know what? I just wanted to throw this out there as a future. Uh, I think do yourself a favor, and if, if your book has uh, Coach of the Year odds, Quinn Snyder right now is at 25-1 to 1 for Coach of the Year. And uh, I think that's crazy value. I mean, that's the same odds right now as Thibodeau, or Billy Donovan, who both have losing records. And uh, you, you can see that they love to give these Coach of the Year awards to coaches who don't necessarily have a huge breakout star, but just have a solid team, uh, kind of like uh, Nick Nurse last year with the, the Raptors. So I think Quinn Snyder is going to be a front runner soon enough for this Coach of the Year award. Zach, any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, you know I'm on board with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Munaf, any thoughts on that? Yeah, what book are you seeing that at? Um, I, I'm not sure. I wrote it down. But I can't remember what book I got it from. Okay, because yeah, on mine it's uh, I have Quinn Snyder at seven to one. So if you if we connect offline, let me know what book that is. I I will make a hefty bet on that because oh, my book has it at eight to one. But um, uh, uh, just one more thing for this uh, Utah Jazz game. Uh, I, I think it, also keep an eye on if Derek Favors plays tonight. Uh, if he doesn't, I know he didn't play in the last game against uh, the Mavericks, and I think that's why Gobert played heavy minutes at 37 minutes and were able to get all those rebounds. So if he doesn't go tonight, uh, I, I, I want to go back to the well with Rudy Gobert, uh, player props again. Right. Uh, sounds good. Uh, Juan is uh, in our chat saying, Jokic MVP. Uh, yes, I mean... I know a lot of people are talking about that. Uh, what Jokic is a seven to one MVP odds uh, right now. My problem with that is I just don't think he's scoring enough. He's averaging uh, between twenty five, twenty six points per game. That would be the lowest amount uh, per game in points since Derrick Rose won the MVP, and that was over ten years ago. So uh, something to consider. Zach, any thoughts on that? I know you're the biggest Jokic fan out there. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he's got to continue to play well, right? He hasn't really put up a full season where he's been in shape and locked in the entire way. Obviously, he started that now, um, but ho- hopefully, he's got to he's got to keep it up. I think this this Denver team, yes, they've been playing better. I do think there are still some bumps in the road, uh, you know, down the road coming for them. I don't think everything figured out yet. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, a couple of. Uh, locker rooms ago, somebody suggested that we should do a parlay at the end of each uh, discussion and, and throw this out there for some long shot bets. And uh, maybe we can agree on something if uh, we have different ideas for a parlay. I had forgotten about it for a couple of times and I remember this time. So I did put together what I like as a uh, three bet parlay to give you a plus 596. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, total over Pacers Hornets, uh, over 222. Uh, and I'm going to go with OKC plus nine and a half. And uh, I'm going to go first quarter Nuggets minus one and a half. And again, that's uh, plus 596. Munaf or Zach, you got any uh, parlay you want to throw out there? Uh, yeah, I had one. Um, I was going to take the under in the Hawks and the Wizards game, the Bucks on the spread, and um, I believe my last one was taking the Denver Nuggets on the spread also. Nice. Okay. Zach, you got one? Yeah, it is uh, Raptors minus five and a half, Knicks money line, Nuggets first quarter. And Jazz minus four, that's 10 to one. Ooh, going with that <laughs> 10 to one. Uh, Let's get J- it. Jong or Terrell, you got any uh, parlay or any other bets you want to throw out there? Yeah, definitely have a DGENs only three team money line underdog parlay. Oh, wow. Uh, so I'm, I'm going with Charlotte Hornets money line plus 135. 
um, at home, Minnesota Timberwolves plus 220, fading 76ers on the road, and Sacramento Kings plus 185. So I put 25 to win 510 or 50 to win 1,020. So, wow, that's great. That's great. That is a, definitely a DGEN's only parlay. Uh, Trell, you got one? Um, No, but off the top of my head, let's go Nuggets minus one first quarter. Let's do the Raptors minus five and a half. And then let's take the Knicks money first half money line. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that first half money line. I like your argument when you, you threw it out there. I'm going to go bet that now. Uh, anything else, guys, or should we get out of here? Um, no, that's all I've got for tonight. All right. Nice. Okay. Um Let's say that uh, we – oh, Spencer says too many Knicks money line picks for my comfort. I, I understand that ra- rationale. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> right. Watch the Cavs go win tonight. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean I'm leaning towards the Cavs, but uh, I understand. I, I think that game could definitely go either way. Uh, thanks so much, everybody, for joining. Make sure to subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can follow me on Twitter at the Ryan McKee. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B. Munaf here at Sports Nerd eight twenty six, eight twenty four, and I'll have my uh, twenty four. Yeah, and I'll have my player props uh, posted on my Twitter, and then I'll drop it in the Slack channel too for tonight. Yeah, definitely make sure to check out uh, our Slack channel. Go to sg.pn/slash/slack if you're not already a part of it. We're in there chatting about bets all day, every day. We do more sports than uh, NBA too. You can, uh, we have all. Every sport you can imagine, we have a different Slack channel for it. And uh, make sure to go to sg.pn slash NBA picks. Zach, Munaf, and I post all of our picks against the spread uh, every day. We pick every game against the spread and post them. So check that out. I, uh, I'm back to 500 finally after a rough start to the season. So uh, I'm, I'm getting hot, guys. Watch out. Watch out. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, talk to you soon. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna go!